It is that time of year, ladies and gentlemen. It is the high holy day, Christmas, <laughs> Easter, Hanukkah, all everything rolled into one. Thanksgiving, Halloween, you name President's it. President's Day. It's NFL Draft here on Basement Sports Podcast. As we always do, we're going to go position by position, talk about who the best players are in our minds, and then look at what we think some of the teams will do especially the Steelers and the Cowboys. Duty, how you doing? I'm good, thanks, Greg. What's up, my bitches? It's been a while. It's been a while. Um, glad to be back. We've had some unforeseen difficulties. Uh, so, so we haven't actually done a podcast in a while, but you know that we love the NFL. The draft is right up. It's one of the favorite days of the year for me. So um, We're certainly not going to talk about the Pirates because at this point, I hope they lose every single game this season. But that's just me. well, they almost won today. If they if the game was eight innings, they'd have had it. Yeah, I don't know why they just didn't keep Bednar in there for the ninth inning, but I don't either. But anyway, not why we're here today. No, it is not why we're here. We're here to talk NFL draft. This is so much fun. And I got to I just got to say this up front, kind of in relation to this. The NFL has done a brilliant job marketing the draft. I mean, brilliant job. They always do. Of all the sports, the NFL does the best job at keeping their fans involved throughout the offseason. Mm-hmm. And this is no exception. When they went to a to a three-day draft and then leading up to that draft um, for three weeks of all the mocks that they put out, I mean, they're, they're actually, like you said, it's brilliant. It's great. I mean, I think you, you and I both remember when it was just – you know, it was just the draft, man. It was the draft. And like you, you, you'd sit there and the draft would go on all day from round one through round 16. Like it'd be two days, but it would just start from one until they were done. And, and they wouldn't televise anything after like the second round. So now we get this prime time. Now they're going to all these different cities. I'm still looking toward when they're going to bring it to Pittsburgh because I, I will try to go to see the first round. I think that would be fun. Oh, absolutely. We'll be there. Yeah. The uh, but Vegas isn't a bad choice. No. I mean, Philly, Philly really had a good one. Yeah. Um, Philly fans are absolutely nut jobs anyway. Right. But the way then, and then the way that Dallas, the, the guy that announced the Dallas pick went up and just put it right in their face about how many Super Bowls he has, the Cowboys have. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> It was yes, well done. I love and again, you talk about the NFL. You we just got done watching baseball, who had millionaires versus billionaires fighting and delayed this almost delayed the season. Right. And not only that, but they lied about delaying the season, so things will get done quicker. Right. And then you got the NFL, who comes up with this idea of, hey, I got an idea. Why don't we just move it around the country into a different place every year? Brilliant. Nashville was phenomenal last year. Mm-hmm. Um. Again, they just they're smarter than all the other leagues combined. All I want to hear is do 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 do. You see the pick is in. <laughs> I can't and, wait to see that. You know tonight. what? For the first time in a long time, Pittsburgh Pittsburgh's going to have a lot of viewers tonight. Oh, it's going to be exciting! It's going to be exciting. So let, let's 
let's dive into it. Duty, I'll leave it up to you. What side of the ball do you want to start on? What position do you want to start on? Let's just start with the quarterback because that it. may take us the longest. Let's do it. All right, quarterbacks. Who you got? What are your thoughts? We'll go back All and right, forth. So before we do this, and please chime in when, when it's time. But for those of you that don't know Basement Sports Podcast, um, I, I have been following and doing nerd shit with this draft since I was probably 24 years old. I'm now 55. So I have – and what's really weird is I have a really good track record, record of picking uh, players that, that watch that, – that are that pan out, and I'm pretty good at picking guys that I think are going to be busts. Um, I called a bust last year of, was it Henry Ruggs last year? Right. It was Ruggs. When the Raiders took him yeah. as their first pick, or was it two years ago? I don't remember. Mm-hmm. I think it was actually, I, no, it was two years ago. Yeah. And he was the first receiver off the board, I think. And they had a ton of better ones on there. Um, and I called him a bust right away. And not only is he a bust because he's killed somebody speeding down the road, but the only route he knew how to do was a, was a go route. So when I, now I will tell you this in the last five years or so in these drafts, I missed on one player and you always remember is oh bar from UCLA. Yep. Yep. That was the only remember one you my, missed on. My category for linebackers is you better have a hundred tackles in college. Mm-hmm. And he didn't play, he didn't have a set position. So I didn't think he was going to be great in the NFL and he's had a pretty good career. Yeah. Yep. And solid. So I missed on him, but other than that, I'm pretty good at this just so you know. All right. Well, let's start with quarterbacks. Who you got? All right. Well, here's, I usually pick the first two or three that, and and they're pretty, there's a consensus here, but right off the bat, I'm going to tell you that the guy I like um, more than most is I like Matt Corral out of Mississippi, out of Mississippi. Um, When you look at production, he, he had a very, very good year. And what people don't understand is he lost his top two and possibly third transferred, but it would have been a starter this year. But his top two the previous year, Roger Shevers, to the draft. Right. So his production this year was with all young receivers. He doesn't throw a lot of interceptions. He's not that guy that you're going to go, wow. But he can make every throw, yeah. every single throw. And I think he's very underrated. So I actually, if I had to take quarterback first, after all the games he's played, I think he's ready to start. Well, I, actually, let me back that up. I don't think any quarterbacks in this year's draft should be starting in the NFL right away. Okay. But I, I think he, he is going to have a long career. Backup starter, maybe down the road, depending where he goes. Okay. Macaraw comes uh, in at six foot two, two hundred and twelve pounds. Um, the injury he had in the bowl game wasn't that severe. He was lucky. Um, he was, but, but you know, a lot of teams and some of the insiders have really given him kudos for being, he played in the bowl. He played in his bowl game, you know, That's right. And, and he took that, that risk and he did get right hurt, into but, Kenny Pickett yep. who did not. Right. So is he the next one you want to talk about? See number two or, well, yeah, I think he's up there. I like him and Sam Howell. Um, pretty much the same. And then as far as two, three goes, same guy. Uh, I like Kenny Pickett because he can run better. He he's better in the pocket. He can run for a first down. Mm-hmm. Hal's not going to do that, but I can tell you this, 
Sam Howell can make every throw. He's he's quarterbacked. He graduated college in three years, and he had the highest Wonderlick test of all the quarterbacks. He's smart. He's like a cerebral dude. And you know who else is not athletic but is very cerebral? A guy by the name of Tom Brady. Mm-hmm. Now, I'm not comparing him to Tom Brady, but I'm saying well, if you're smart and you know when to get rid of the ball mm-hmm. and you can put it on time, um, that goes a lot that's, – that's a lot more important than having an arm like um, Willis at a Liberty and not being able to put it anywhere near the receiver. Right. Right. I, you know, I, I gotta, I have to quash my pit you know, love, my pit love, you know, for Pickett and be honest. And I know that you, you've never been a great like Pickett fan, you know, overall, no. but nope. you know, Anybody would have to admit he had a pretty impressive season last year. Um, but then that gets to the conversation. Okay. Is this guy reached his ceiling? You know, is there, is there, this is as good as he's going to get. Um, whereas they talk about Malik Willis as having a much higher ceiling. There's a lot more development that he could have. So could you compare and contrast those two things? Yeah. Well, here's the thing about Pickett. I don't like quarterbacks have one year worth of production. Mm-hmm. And that was Pickett, but you can't, you can't condone a guy that was above average his whole career at Pitt, and then coming out and being the best quarterback in the country mm-hmm. um, all of a sudden. So maybe that proverbial light switch came on. Right. I don't know. Maybe mm-hmm. he's, he figured something out. He was bent. Seems like he's been there for twelve years. So maybe maybe he just got familiar. Maybe he didn't. Um, Malik Willis was at a was at a big time school and transferred to Liberty that that kind of worries me a little bit but the competition that Liberty saw was not good and his worst games were against teams like Syracuse right. or division one that aren't even that good but they right. and now a lot of it was because his offensive line couldn't block for him yeah yeah but even on highlights where he has time he has no accuracy over seven yards right but he can run the ball and he's got and a he's cannon. He's got freak. a cannon. Yeah. I mean, he can throw it and he far. he probably has but... the strongest arm, right? Right. Right. Yeah. I, I could see Pickett being a very serviceable NFL quarterback. Because I think he makes good decisions. He, he, he can make all the throws. Um, I thought it was just hilarious, the whole hand size thing that went on i thought that yeah, was i'm so not funny. worried about that either no, unless that you know someone came out on the radio and said that when the when it's raining or when it's uh when he gets hit what by a defender like when they hit his arm the ball will come out well 90 percent of the quarterback's ball comes out when a defender comes around a corner and hits her arm right exactly regardless of the hand size so yeah i don't know he didn't seem to you uh, he, he, you can't act like Pitt doesn't have any bad weather to play football in. Oh, he he threw great at the end of the North Carolina game in a torrential downpour and won that game in overtime. Um, yeah, you know, I, and, I think that's it, a bunch of bunk too. Yeah, I, I the thing is, I'll be no matter where Pickett goes, I'll be really curious to see how his career goes. I mean, I wish him the best of luck. I mean, from what I understand, I he's a good kid. He really studies yep. the game. He's a hard worker. Um, and maybe, you know, and something else that might give him a little bit of advantage is the pit 
you know, under that offense that he played in was really a pro style offense. And especially in that last season. So, well, and here's the other thing you got to realize about Pitt this year, because we know a lot of people didn't watch them. Their running game for the first time in years was no good. Well, it's been so, no good for the past couple of years. Yeah. No so good. defenses were pinning their ears back and they were going after them. Right. Right. And it's not like Pitt had five all Americans up front. So he did a nice job. Not, I'm not saying scrambling, but he did a really good job of moving within the pocket. Well, to make some good throws and to get some good receivers. Too. Oh, when you have the Bolitnikoff award winner, you're, you know, yeah. that helps. That certainly helps. Yeah. But yeah. I certainly don't think you can knock Pickett for anything that he did this year. I just, I don't think Pickett or Willis would be picked in the first round in any other year where there was a bunch of quarterbacks out here, out there. Who's your sleeper? Is there somebody you're really curious about? You see, man, I wouldn't call it a sleeper, but the guy I'm really want to watch is Desmond Ritter out of Cincy. Okay. Okay. That's... I mean, everyone heard of Hal and, and Willis and Pickett. This Desmond Ritter kid out of Cincy um, was pretty impressive. I know he had a good coach, but when's the last time you saw Cincinnati being the national championship hunt? In the in the playoff. Yeah. It didn't work. I mean they got they got destroyed, but but they got there. They yeah. Got I mean, there. there's a reason Cincinnati and it wasn't Luke Fickle. He didn't <laughs> he didn't hand it off or throw a ball. Right. There there's I think one this Desmond Ritter kid has a little bit of winner in him. There's one that I'm really, really curious to watch. I watched some film on that I'm, that, and there's some medical questions with him because of a knee issue that he had surgery on is Carson Strong out of Nevada. I'm just curious as to what happened with him. And I'm going to, and I'm not saying he's this player, but there are things about him coming out this year that he reminds me of somebody that's in the NFL right now. Okay. And it's Josh Allen. Okay. He's big. That's interesting He's, because I like Carson strong all year, but he had a really bad senior bowl. Yeah. Kind of took me off of him a little bit, but it's a senior bowl. Okay. But it, like Josh Allen ha- had a, had a, a shitty uh, bowl game at the end of uh, at the end of his career, you know, and everybody said about Josh Allen, yeah, he's big. Yeah, he's strong. Yeah, he's got a cannon for an arm, but he has no accuracy. Well, that's come around pretty good. He's a pretty damn good quarterback now. Yeah, Carson right. Strong has a lot of what I saw in Josh Allen. And I'm just curious when he gets to this next level and gets coached up because I believe he has the skills. When I look at his game film, he made some unbelievable throws. And he can move he's around. Got he's got a great arm. He can move around hey, in the pocket. Um, he's not a, you know, break out of the pocket and run for 30 yards guy like maybe a, 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 a Willis or a Pickett or somebody like that. But I'm going to be really curious to see what happens with his career just because of the skills that he has. I wish he would have ran at the combine. He didn't run at the combine. Right, right. And, uh, and if you want a real weirdo to look at that can, could come out of nowhere, it, I don't even know if he's going to get drafted. Look at this kid named EJ Perry out of Brown, six yeah. foot one, two eleven, mm-hmm. ran a four six forty. Uh, from the Ivy League, no one's going to give him much credit, but kid looks like a quarterback when you watch him. Yeah, yeah. They may move him um, to a different position. I don't know, but I hope he gets 
drafted or to sign because this kid out of EJ Perry again out of Brown is a guy I'm going to watch to see if he makes a roster. Okay. Very cool. So you want to go to running back? Yeah, let's do that. Okay. Let's move on to running back. Who are you looking at? Um, the first two consensus running backs, so you can't disagree with it. Brees Hall out of Iowa State and Kenneth Walker out of Michigan State. Um, both of them run sub 4-4 at the Combine. Mm-hmm. Uh, I like I like Brees Hall just a tad better out of Iowa State because of the way he catches the ball out of the backfield. Yeah. Now, I'm not saying that this Kenneth Walker, who became all-world, looked like a Nintendo running back this year. Yep. And single-handedly beat Michigan. Um, but I didn't see him catching as many passes as smart. Iowa State did all those little screen, bubble screens, and fake handoff stuff where they throw it back to the roof back. So they're my top two, and I don't think anyone's anyone's going to disagree with that. No, I don't disagree with you at all. I mean, both of them are impressive. Their, their film is really, really impressive. Um Give I, I do give a little bit of an edge to uh, to Brees Hall. Um, I like Kenneth Walker. All right, so Walker. we agree on that. I, yeah, I, I like Kenneth. I like Kenneth Walker. Believe me, he's he's number two, but not by a large distance. Like he's no, right he's there. not. And the other um, thing about Brees Hall was his uh, his vertical. He had a forty inch vertical. I mean, that's right. some explosion in your legs. Well, and the other thing is, is that 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 Kenneth Walker though doesn't have as much wear and tear as other right. running backs do coming out. Uh, that's true you know so he he's got some he's still got some rubber on those tires um you know a couple other names you hear about like james cook out of georgia uh spiller out of texas a&m and then there's brian robinson at alabama you know but i agree with you it's those two and then the rest yeah and if you're looking for a sleeper my sleeper might have been james cook but he kind of He's not a sleeper once he ran a four four two. Keep your eye on the other kid out of Georgia, Zamir White, because he didn't get to play as much because of James Cook. Right. Um, and he wasn't as fast. Uh, but he also ran a four four. Mm-hmm. And the one thing I like like about him, he's two hundred and fifteen pounds versus Cook, who's like one ninety nine, two hundred pounds. Right. And he just looks like an he looks like an NFL running back body. Yeah, yeah. So, I think we agree the consensus with all them. I didn't really see anybody that I loved like a sleeper sleeper pick. But the only reason I think that that Zamir White out of Georgia is a sleeper is because he played behind a pretty good kid in Jared Cook. Right, right. Well, let's move on to wide receivers. This is always a fun one, and this is going to be an interesting yeah. draft for because there are some. This is a draft that is packed with good wide receivers. It might be the best wide receiver draft ever. Yeah, I mean, it's it's pretty it's pretty amazing. Um, I'm out of whiskey, by the way. <laughs> Sorry about that. Do you have any? Um, do you have anything else? To here's fill the other your glass thing with? about this year's is draft on wide receivers is we got a few guys coming off some some good injuries, knee injuries mm-hmm. that were all world until they got hurt now who knows what the hell is going to happen right right you know and uh, that i just don't know what to tell you about some of these kids like the kid from alabama Mm -hmm. um who knows man he tore his acl in the title game right so who knows but let's just say 
the one thing I can say about I like more than the Ohio State twins, as I like to call them, right? Which would be Olave and uh, Olave and Garrett Wilson. Wilson, yeah. yeah. And I can't believe most people like Wilson over Olave. I don't. I like him the other way around. But okay. there's this kid, this Traylon Burks out of Arkansas. That kid's a stud. Dude, he's huge. Yeah, he's gigantic. He's 225, and he did run a 455, which in today's NFL is not good. But this kid can high point the ball. He, has, he runs every route. He's not just like a slant guy or a, a nine, a go guy. Mm-hmm. I, I just, when I watched the stuff of the film on this guy, he didn't make many mistakes. Right. Um, he was just fun to watch and he's got a little bit of uh, meanness to him. Like he's going to get called for some offensive pass interference calls. Well, the other thing that was impressive about Burks is he averaged nine yards after the catch for his average. And he's, he's a big dude. Too. He's a big guy, you know? So he, like somebody wrote, he's like a big play waiting to happen, but not only can yeah, he, he's a, you know, he's that guy that's going to take that slant across the middle and break the cornerbacks tackle like leg right. or a safety leg tackle and just keep going. Right. Right. And, um, what do you think of, um, couple of names I want to throw out there to you. First of all, George Pickens out of Georgia. Let me see what I wrote down about him. Um, I like George Pickens. I, I have a note here about fast, 195 and fast. The thing I didn't like about George Pickens out of Georgia was he didn't, he didn't run the whole route tree. Mm-hmm. Um, he did some, he did cross the fields. And he did some like uh, posts, right? But he didn't do a lot of other like uh, I don't know. I don't know what they call it anymore. We used to call them button hooks when I was in there. You know, you go down fifteen years, put plant your foot and turn around, right? Uh, some ins and outs, but but he's certainly going to go high in this round. He ran a four four seven, right? Um, at the combine, but. I, I, I like the Ohio State guys, the Olave and the Wilson. They're, they're two and three in my book after Traylon Burks. And then the other, the question marks we were talking about is that Drake London kid at a Southern Cal. He had an injury. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I mean, and then probably the guy that would have been taken first is Williams out of Alabama tore his ACL in the play in January. So right. who the hell knows how, how that's going to go? Right, right. Yeah, I the other um, name the other name that I keep on hearing that I looked into was Sky Moore from Western Michigan. Well, Sky Moore has been has had, was the workout warrior, and he ran he ran a four four one right um, at the combine, but he played for Western Michigan. Yeah, um, I don't know what that means. I don't know his competition. Um, he didn't drop much. No, he's. I don't know. He's a mystery to me. Yeah, he's. The, the, let's just say the two people that I think the best hands in the entire draft are jo- are Dotson out of Penn State, mm-hmm. and there's a kid. Uh, let me find him, Khalil Shakur out of Boise State. They have the two, but I I don't think I saw either one of them drop a pass on any of the any of the film I watched. And one of the guys that we talked about, George Pickens, he only has two drops in 139 targets. Right. Which is, you know. And and the the bigger picture that all this evaluation of wide receivers 
plays into is these unbelievable contracts now that NFL wide receivers are getting. I don't and, believe and, it. I wouldn't do it. No, I neither would believe, I. I think, neither would I. I think Kansas City fl- got absolutely fleeced uh, when they got all the picks they did for Hill. They yeah. just they won that trade. It was ridiculous. Uh, Andy Reid again is a genius. Yeah, yeah. And I, I and if I were the Steelers, and we'll talk about this later, if I were the Steelers, you know, if Johnson wants that kind of money, I do not that, give like, Johnson. I do that not kind of give money. him that money. I, you know what? I let him walk. I'll let him walk. Here's the problem: the Steelers only have two receivers. Yeah, yeah. they had him and Claypool. That's it. Yeah. So they'll be drafting. They'll be drafting a wide receiver in this draft. That's they'll draft two. I yeah. bet they draft two. Yeah. Yes. But um, again, the wide receiver class. If you if you give me a kid like Dotson mm-hmm. out of Penn State, mm-hmm. who ran a four four three and has I think the best pair of hands in the entire draft, and people have him ranked as the fifth, sixth, or seventh best receiver in this draft. You got to be shitting me. Right. That's, I, I watched every play Penn State ran this year, and he did. I'm not kidding you. He didn't drop a ball. Right. Right. And that's with a, with a very average quarterback chalking it to him. Yeah. Clifford. Well, let's move on to offensive line, which is something also they're expecting the Steelers to maybe continue to address in this draft. Um, offensive linemen, what do you think? Well, if we're going the whole offensive line, let's just start at tackle. We'll start with tackle because All I right. think there are I think there are several tackles in here, but again, there's some injury concerns. I like the kid from Alabama. Bama. Um, he's played both tackle positions. That Evan Neal kid. Oh, Evan Neal. Yeah. Six, six seven three thirty seven. All right. Let's just say you're pretty quick defensive end around the edge. Still going to take you a week or two to get by six seven three thirty seven if he can drop step two steps. <laughs> You're not just going to buzz right around that boy. It's like you still got to. It takes a while to run a, run around a, a an RV. Right, right, right. Well, he's a, so he's a big man. He's a big man, and yeah. not only that, but he plays. He weighs three thirty. Plays like three hundred. Yep. Um, the other stud, and especially a few, here's what scares me. This Ekwanu from NC State, 6'4", yep. He might be the best run blocker since, uh, I'm just trying to think of the Dallas Cowboys when they won the Super Bowl, the guy, the Larry Allen. Larry Allen. This guy reminds me of Larry Allen. He's just big, and he will fucking bury you yeah. in he, the run game. He was dubbed Mr. Pancake. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, and he eats quite a few of them too. That's, that's the other thing. But I do, I, I tackles go, if you need, I, I pray to God, he doesn't go to Baltimore. That's all I can say. I do not want him around when the Ravens pick. That would be horrible for yeah. the Steeler fans around here. Well, I think, I actually think the Ravens are going to go defensive lineman with Jordan Davis, but that's, we'll talk about that. Yeah. Later. He won't be, that's just praise. Not there then either. Yeah. Um, they're the two pretty obvious ones. I like the kid Charles Cross out of Mississippi State, 6'4", 307. Mm-hmm. Uh, he, I don't think he gave up uh, – he gave up one sack this year and I think one pressure in the entire year. Yeah, that's pretty good. And I think he, I think somebody's guard missed a stunt and they gave the 
the kid that sacked him, it got credited to him. Right. Um, Trevor Penning out of Northern Iowa. Mm-hmm. If it if he's six seven three twenty five, and he ran a four eight nine. But this kid <laughs> might this kid might go to guard if you have to. But again, he, I just I don't know how you get he obviously gets beat. There's some really good linemen. If yeah. you want a sleeper, I want I like Tyler Smith out of Tulsa. I would move him. He's again. He is an outstanding run guy, could use some help and some paths. So I'm going to move him to guard. Mm-hmm. I'm just going to let him knock people down. Gotcha. What about guard? Sick. Um, couple good. I liked a couple guards here because, and the reason I studied guards more was because Dallas needs one. Mm-hmm. You know, if I had any idea, I think the whiskey's kicking in because I don't know what I did with the guard sheet. Here. Well, one of them I saw was Zion Johnson out of boston college he's he's number one on my board he's 312 pounds um he 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 benched he did a 32 on the bench (laughs) 225 he he looked like he just quit because he was just bored not like he couldn't put (laughs) the combine he's a beast he really is he had a good he's i wouldn't be surprised if he's not the first guard taken yeah um Kenyon Green from Texas A&M played all five positions on the line. Yeah, that's crazy. 323 pounds. Not like he – now, he only had 20 reps, which surprises me for a 323-pound man. So right. he's got to get a little stronger. Right, right. Uh, you want a small school guy, guy by the name of Cole Strange mm-hmm. out of Chattanooga? Put up 31 on the bench, 307-pound guard. Had The competition's not there, but he – he didn't he didn't give ground and he did really well against stunts on the stuff that i watched that this i watched right uh ed ingram lsu 307 pounder he's just another guy that you can't get by him yeah he didn't he didn't knock people down he just he just had trouble getting to the quarterback when he was blocking is uh moving to center is tyler linderbaum your He's your top seven? Absolutely. Yeah. Not even close. Yeah. And again, I think he could play guard. Yeah. Just because of his athletic right. Because of his athleticism. Yep. Um but it's not even close. You get a lineman out of Iowa, you take him. Mm-hmm. And here's another Big Ten guy. The kid's name is Jurgens out of Nebraska. Yeah. Again, not flashy. He's just not hard to get around him. Lindstrom out of Boston College and I my sleeper. If you need uh, diversity on your line mm-hmm. with any this Luke Fortner out of Kentucky played uh, center in both guard positions, too. So in today's NFL, when you're trying to maximize your roster space, right. he's going to get drafted. But he would be my sleeper. Let's move out to the combination blocker and pass catcher at tight end. Oh, right. my. I don't think it's a great tight end class. I'll just say that right away. Right. Um, there's a couple guys I like, though, that people never heard of. And I spent way too much time on this tight end position because I didn't think it was that good. Everybody likes Trey McBride out of Colorado State. Yep. There's no reason not to like him. He's a better catcher than blocker. Right. Um, Cole Turner out of Nevada might be a better blocker than catcher. Because he's he ran a four seven six, which isn't going to be great, but he can block. 
and NFL guys don't care if you're willing to put your head down and go hit somebody. Why not? Right. Uh, Greg Dolchitz out of UCLA is one of my sleepers. He didn't play a lot of downs because he split time with another guy that ended up getting hurt. And then Jake Ferguson out of Wisconsin. I only like him because I watched about every Big Ten game this there was this year. Right. And the dude ran like a four eight, and nobody could cover him. I don't understand. It's like Jason Witten. Right. Jake Ferguson is going to be the new Jason Witten. He's just going to do those six yard cut in or cut out. If you have the right quarterback, you can't defend it. Yeah, I wasn't all that impressed with. Um, I wasn't all that impressed either with the tight end class this year. Not a lot coming out. I'm pretty happy that the Steelers got their tight end last year uh, when they got Pat. There's going to be some guys that in two years were like, I can't believe she's still. You know, they might develop into pass catchers, but they're more like guys that are just blockers this year. Yeah, there's a kid. Um, there's an intriguing kid out of Coastal Carolina. I have him circled. Yeah, Isaiah, um, Isaiah Likely. Yeah, he's. I have him as the third best tight end, actually. Okay. okay. But he didn't run at the he didn't run at the combine, and I didn't watch Coastal Carolina games. I don't know how fast this kid is, the, but he has good hands. The only thing that we have, like speed wise, is the twenty yard shuttle. He did a four point five seven in the twenty yard shuttle. That was that's the only speed measure he did a 36 inch vertical jump yeah um, see that but he did uh he didn't do a 40 yard dash didn't do a bench press um and if you're you know, gonna and that bothers me like yeah. what what are you Especially afraid of? coming from a smaller school you'd yeah, better you think you would have ran you'd better test right i mean right. you looking at these tight ends that we we mentioned they're all four sevens four eights the one uh, thing Bellinger, the one thing Bellinger about him san diego state the one thing with Likely, though, he's he played a lot like in high school and early on in Coastal Carolina. He played um, a lot of receiver before he moved to tight end. So yeah, he's, he, he might have the best. Hands he might in the have draft, the best dude. hands in this group. Right. I have him as the third best. But again, I was afraid of him because I didn't see him run. Right. Right. So I, I just have a, that when you're to draw. These are job interviews. When you're to job interview and you don't do something, there's a reason. Yeah. He kind of reminds me going in the way back time machine with tight ends, like a Doran Dickerson out of pit. Like, because but when he got to the NFL, they weren't, weren't quite sure what to do with him. And that's what some of the NFL scouts are saying about this kid is like, you know, it, it's the, what's his NFL role. He, he might be the, you know, quintessential tight end, but they're kind of moving away, away from that. So, um, it's, it's, it's going to be hard to see like where he ends up. He reminds me a little bit of Evan Ingram for the giants. Okay. Yeah. Nothing flashy. Don't not real fast, but he also gets open all the time. And when you throw it to him, he catches it. Right. Right. Um, let's go to the, uh, let's go to the other side of the ball. Where do you want to start on defense? Uh, I don't care. Let's, let's do corner, uh, cornerback. Okay. And the reason I want to do this is because we're going to get into real quick on time. I don't know how much time we have left, but we're going to talk about what we think Pittsburgh is going to do. Okay. And I, I, I would be very surprised if there's a couple cornerbacks on the board that 
they should not take. And they do horrible job drafting cornerbacks. But right. let me go through these because there's a guy on here that everybody likes that I don't. And that's it's it's a big name. But I like uh Ahmed Gardner, better known as Sauce Gardner out of Cincinnati. Mm-hmm. He's never given up a touchdown. Yeah. Since high school. He's never his guy on one-on-one never caught a touchdown. That says something to me, and he's a reason Cincinnati was in the, the national playoff. Right. 190 pounds, but he plays much bigger. Um, and he also ran a full, oh, by the way, 441 at 190 pounds. He's not afraid to hit yet, but I think he's going to be a lockdown. Any team that plays a bump and run man to man, he's going to be a starter from day one. Got it. Number two is the one I don't like that everybody else does is Stingley out of LSU. Yep. Stingley's production, when I went and looked, was all his freshman year. It's not like he was bad the rest of his thing, but he had no, he didn't do much from his soft last three years. Now, I didn't watch every LSU game. Maybe they quit throwing his way. Right. But for him to be hyped as this, I think it's a lot to do with Stingley, the name, but also the fact that, um, He's been he's been saying he's gonna since his freshman year. So for four years, three years now, we've been hearing he's the best cornerback in the league. He hasn't been. I don't think he's done much product production wise in the last two years. Right. So you know when I say I I miss on people here and there, this might be the guy I miss this year if he turns out to be a stud like all the other people think he is. I'm gonna say he's not. Okay. Yeah, I I think there are definitely some questions with him, just because to your point, the drop off in. Uh in productivity but he just he um, wasn't know. bad greg he just he didn't have he didn't have a highlight reel that sauce gardner did let's well, just put it that but way. he's but he also you know stingley's only played in 10 games over the last two years there because you go of injury. you know he had one yep. of those list frank injuries he just wasn't as dominant on the field he's got you know he's got the measurables um but there's some concern there, you know, like with game experience. And again, he and didn't run because he, of his he didn't run. Right. There's so who there, knows. There, there's one that there's one that I liked because of his skills, but inconsistency plagued him. Cause I watch a lot of ACC football and that's Andrew Booth jr. Out of Clemson. I, love, I have him I, as number four from uh, number four on my board. Okay. I liked him too. Um, I just think he guessed a, he, he guessed does guess. a lot. This he year. does guess. Yeah. He and jumped he, a route. He went to try to jump a route and then he'd get burned once in a while. Well, he did. But he can play at the end of the first half against Pitt. That's what happened on the touchdown pass to Taysir Mack. And all, all, all Pickett did was play action fake and looked him off and <laughs> And Mac Mac didn't have a Clemson Tiger within ten yards of him when he caught the right. ball. Right, and again because Booth does jump, try to jump yeah, routes, yeah. and that's the only way you get interceptions. Depending on where he goes, you know who he'd be good for. He'd be good for Pete Carroll in Seattle. Seattle, Pete Carroll loves that shit. Right. Go ahead, jump around every once in a while, get us a turnover. But he's going to get burnt. Right, that's just what he's going to be. Right. Um, there's a kid that. This McDuffie kid out of Washington. Yeah, Trent McDuffie, five eleven. I like three. I like him. I think more than Stingley. So uh, keep your eye on him. I think he's going to go. He ran a four 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 in the at the combine. I think he's going to be one of the top three corners taken. 
And if you want a sleeper, I like Taylor, Alante Taylor out of Tennessee. Okay. Just remember that name. He ran a four three six at the combine. He's two hundred pounds. He's six foot tall. He's very very good. He's much better in man to man because of his length mm-hmm. that he is in zone. But again, the NFL, if you have a pass rush, you play bump and run man to man. So let's move to safety, which this what a bad safe what a bad safety class. Yeah, it's not that great, but I think there are a couple of pretty good players up the, up there. Um, you got to like Hamilton. Hamilton out of Notre, out Dame. Of Notre Dame. Yeah. Yep. He, he's right there. I like the kid out of Georgia better. Yeah. Louis Cine. Yeah. Cine or C- sign, whatever you Cine, say. Yeah, um, yeah. For one thing, that Hamilton kid ran a four, six. That's not slow by any means. Um, but with this, this kid out of Georgia ran a four, three, seven at 200 pounds. Right. That's, that's moving. And that's delivering a blow. And Cine only missed, he only missed 11 tackles in 159 attempts. That's exactly what I was just going to say. He's the best tackling safety in the whole board. What do you think? I mean, you're, you watch Penn state. What about Brisker? I think he is the best athlete at the safety position. I think you could move Brisker to wide receiver. That's how good he is with his hands. And he's smart. Mm -hmm. He's my number three safety behind that kid from Notre Dame and Cine. Yeah. And I think when you get him, I on I think he is a 10-year starter. Yeah. Okay. Any and any sleep people are going to take Cine and Hamilton first. Yeah. Uh, but when Brisker buzzed the 449, that shocked people that watched Penn State games. <laughs> well, is there he did not look that fast on tape, but he's just so athletic. Is there a is there a sleeper in this group? You're like, boy, I'm going to be really yep. curious to watch this kid on Sunday. Uh, Petre out of Baylor. Okay. Um, again, he's he's a 200 pound kid. I don't even think he ran at the combine. Um, but when you put the tape on every his every Baylor highlight you see from a slant across the middle to a pass down the sideline, he's in the he's in the picture. Okay. Let's uh, let's move on to uh, linebacker, specifically outside linebacker. Uh, I didn't really give him a position. Okay, the you just NFL, want to go with the way they just want to go with linebackers. Three, four, or four, three. Right. I don't really care. All right. But I like the kid out of Georgia. Dean. Uh, Dean. Nakobe Dean. Yeah. More than the kid out of Utah, Devin Lloyd. Okay. And most people have it the other way. Okay. And one of the reasons that that Dean kid, um, he's a little undersized at 228 pounds compared to in the NFL. They're saying he's not going to be able to get off blocks. Well, if you have a defensive tackle, like some of the Georgia guys did, he can go sideline to sideline. Right. So it's going to depend on the defensive tackle position of the teams he goes for. Mm-hmm. But I love the way he plays uh, again he's just got a nose for the ball. He looks like he's been playing linebacker since peewee football. Gotcha. Very, very um, good. His assignments, he, he, he follows his assignments. So does this Devin Lloyd out of Utah. Mm-hmm. Devin Lloyd out of Utah is more of a uh, all around. He, he might play three downs. He could probably cover some tight ends mm-hmm. where this, uh, they may take Dean off the field on third and longs. I don't know. But those two are definitely the cream of the crop. Yeah. yeah. 
The one I have third there is out of the Big Ten, uh, Leo Chanel out of uh, Wisconsin. Um, he's he's really good against the run. He's yeah. a nut job. If you watch the tape, he just he knocks. He just he's always around the ball. Yeah, I I know one name going down that list a little bit that I'm curious to watch play because this guy kind of showed up in some of the later pick mock drafts with the Steelers. Okay. Is Chad Muma from Wyoming. I knew you were going to say that. Well, I looked into it because I kept on hearing his name. Greg, you had 142 tackles last year. Yeah. (laughs) And you know, my linebacker stats, that's, that's huge. Yeah. He had more than anybody else. Uh, a kid from LSU had 135, Clark kid. Mm-hmm. But this Chad Muma is, again, uh, he's one of those kids. I don't know how many running backs he can cover. Right. And I don't know what the competition was, and he played for Wyoming. But every play you see in a Wyoming game, he's in on it. Well, every game that I've ever watched for Wyoming when they're playing at home, there's a blizzard going on. So it's uh, right. You can't tell their numbers. You can't, anyway. you can't see their numbers. So you don't know who made the tackle. <laughs> Georgia has like two other linebackers that no one's ever heard of. They all had 110 tackles or more. Well, Channing Tindall uh, was yep. one of them. 108 they, tackles. Yep. Yep. I mean, they, and, and by then, the way, I, he ran a four, four, seven. And they, was the other one Quay Walker? Was yeah, four five yet? two. He had 137 tackles. Right. What about the kid out of Penn State, Brandon Smith? He's a question mark. Um, okay. I don't know what to tell you. He didn't have 100 tackles, which I didn't like. He ran like a four five two. I don't think Penn State's linebacking linebackers got a good shot because when their defensive tackles got hurt and they were both out for the year their linebackers got eaten up by some offensive linemen. So I don't know how good they could be when they're in a system where they're free to roam. Yeah. I, I think Brandon Smith is a really good athlete. I do too. Um, And I think that if you wanted a linebacker, who's got, you know, like some of those natural coverage skills, I think he's, he's really good, but he's going to be a work in progress. He's going to be a guy that, you know, you let sit and you let him develop for let a him while, play but, special teams. Yeah. Let him learn He's the game a, a little bit. Hell of let an athlete. Running backs. Hell of an athlete. You know. Yeah, I don't think he's going to be in today's passing game, he's gonna help somebody. Oh yeah. I I agree. I think like you said though, I think he's a day three pick. I don't I I don't disagree with you at all. Um keep your eye on a kid uh that his name's beavers out of cincinnati okay he was injured a little bit he didn't play the whole season um absolute maniac the reason he gets hurt is because he flies all over the field and leads with his head well let's move he's crazy let's move on to edge to edge rushers because one of them is projected to possibly be the number one pick in the draft but uh, he should be that, that Aiden Hutchinson, Hutchinson out of michigan if you want an edge rusher, it's it's him. And then the kid from Oregon, yeah, Thibodeau. Yeah, Thibodeau. Yep. Yeah. So they're saying those two are natural. Hutchinson has more moves. Thibodeau's more of a first-step speed guy. Uh, Hutchinson has a motor of a Bosa. His mm-hmm. name should be Bosa. Yeah. He can he can beat you. He's he's 100 miles an hour, and for sure he never gets tired. Right. 
Right. He's that guy. He's going to have, he's going to be a step away from the quarterback on every play. And if you don't block him or you get tired and he gets around you, he's going to create some havoc. Uh, I don't know if I'd ever take an edge rusher at the number one overall pick, but Mm -hmm. I guess if you don't have any sacks, well, and if, you have, go, and if you have multiple first, uh, you have multiple first round picks, I guess you could go ahead and do that. Yeah. But, and then the kid out of Purdue, Kalaftis, yeah, George, George Kalaftis. Yeah. Um, he's only played for three years, but coming out of the big, big 10 has some really good linemen. Mm-hmm. And when you can get a defensive end like Hutchinson and this Kalaftis out of Purdue, and then my other sleeper is, is Boye Mafe out of Minnesota. If you can get guys that can rush the passer mm-hmm. in the Big Ten, how about David Ajabo out of Michigan? They're my top five right there. Right. They're all out of the Big Ten. I and felt- it's because you're going up against linemen from Nebraska, Iowa, and Wisconsin. They're, they're good. So interesting question with Ajabo out of Michigan after his injury. Yeah. Like, where does he land? Is he? I don't think he's going to be a first rounder. Okay. Um, I think he's going to fall due to the injury and the other. And um, I think he had a lot of good production early in the season, but he he kind of tailed off at the end when they and he didn't. I don't think he had a great game against Ohio State or Michigan State. Right. And I think that hurt him a little bit. But I don't know if he was hurt and just tried to play through it. Right. Day two, day three, but again, you can rush the passer in the Big Ten. You're on an NFL roster. Yeah, and you might you might be a steal in a year after he heals up. Yeah, just know. get healed up. People don't know. Right, exactly. He has a good bend. That's what people like. Um, interior defensive line, and this is this is so much fun because at the top of my board are two Georgia guys. <laughs> yeah, and here's what gets me. Everyone says because of the combine, this Jordan Davis, you got to have him. Well, I'm going to tell you right now, his teammate that Wyatt. Yeah. Was, was better and if not more productive in the whole year. Right. Now that Jordan Davis ate him up in the national championship game. He, he was a freak. He, really he was did. a freak. Then he ran a four seven <laughs> at 350 pounds. I mean, what the hell is that? Yeah. But yeah, I mean, it's hard to believe. Now remember there's also a kid named Trayvon Walker out of Georgia that's smaller and quicker, mm-hmm. but he's going to start for somebody. Yeah. So they have three defensive tackles. So here in Pittsburgh, the radio is they're praying to God that Jordan Davis lands to them. If Pickett and Willis are gone, right. Which even if they're not, I wouldn't take. Eat. And I'm thinking, well, why wouldn't you take this Wyatt or Walker? Right. I especially like the Wyatt kid, Devontae Walker. I think they would. The thing is, Jordan Davis, I think, reminds people of that, you know, just run stuffing nose. Vince Wilfolk. Yeah, Vince, a Vince Wilfolk or a, um, oh, hell, who is the the guy? Who's the, the, the Halada Nagata? For, Halada Nagata, whatever. For, yeah, Haloti Nata, who played for the Ravens. Nata. The Steelers had that. That giant from Texas for years he won Super Bowls with. Um, it just it keeps know. the offensive linemen off your linebackers. Right, right, and he he takes Davis. up oh, a lot of space. Oh, and by the way, 
Jordan Davis can catch most quarterbacks as they're rolling out exactly. at 350 pounds. <laughs> they say he's only 341, but he's a Nabisco wafer away yeah. from 350. Yeah. Oh, he's and that's that's the one concern about him is his right. Weight. He could be through four hundred by the time season rolls and around. And the concerns about Wyatt are, you know, behavioral issues and trouble that that he's gotten into. But I, I don't think Wyatt is real bright. Like if he did the Wonderlick tests, he got points for putting his name on. That's about it. Right, right. But he's but, a good big athlete. Yeah. Absolutely. And then I like the kid out of Yukon too. Travis, Travis Jones. Jones. Mm -hmm. He's one of my guys I love. And then, you know, nobody talks about this, this Mathis kid out of Alabama, but he's at Alabama for a reason. And last time I looked, he kept people off the Alabama linebackers and they play in the sec. Right. Right. That's why the sec so gets a one. lot I think of draft picks. Yeah. I think there's four number one, four, four starters for sure in his class yep oh, with UConn, the yukon kid that neil farrell out of lsu he's 330 pounds and he ran a five five yeah yeah <laughs> that's mean, just a lot of weight coming big, at you big 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 men that's right sure. and they and they're strong that's just it that um i think if you draft any defensive tackle from georgia i think you got to be pretty happy yep Absolutely. Well, this moves us on to what our teams are going to do. Unless you yeah, want to, and unless you want to talk about punters and kickers and long snappers. No, absolutely do not. Don't <laughs> care. Um, being, this is a, this has been a fun year living in Pittsburgh with Ben retiring. Right. Um, and then God forbid, one of the quarterbacks in the room got killed down in Florida. Yeah. And then awful. they sign the kid they from Trubi uh, Chicago. Trubisky. Yep. So their quarterback room, you would think, and you know, the worst part about that kid getting killed is Cleveland just signed Dobbs away from the Pittsburgh. Yeah. It like, was like days before that. days before. Yeah. Yeah. That's so they do. I mean, there's room in the quarterback room and I don't think Trubisky, even though he's young is the answer. Maybe if Chicago's offensive coordinator was that bad or the coach was that bad, he just wasn't that impressive to me. Mm -hmm. But again, who do you pick? I think if you listen to all the talk in Pittsburgh, I think their coach is enamored with Willis. I know. And I'm not, I am not. I'm well, not. I, I think if you play against Baltimore twice a year and you got a guy like can run like Willis, you, it's very tempting to say, God, it's hard to stop. But what do you do on third and 10? But the same thing Baltimore does punt because he punt. can't throw the ball. Well, that's the thing. I mean, look at how many times, even later in his career when he couldn't run anymore, Ben Roethlisberger still continued to beat Baltimore. You know, he yeah. still continued to yeah. beat them. You know, last year he beat them basically on one leg twice. <laughs> so, I don't know if I buy all that shit. I, I, I really don't. I mean, I, if you've got a guy that can move in the pocket and, and make time for himself and is still thinking throw, throw, you know, that's, that's who you want. I mean, to, and to I me, think that describes Pickett more than Willis. It does. It absolutely does. And it does. also Desmond Ritter out of Cincinnati's you know same what? way. I like Ritter. 
I do. I, 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 what, you know what impressed me the most about Ritter last year, even though they got their ass kicked, was the fight in that game against Alabama. He never, he never packed it in. And no, and on, he got, and, and he, he got, got the around. shit beat out of him. Yeah. But yeah, he kept on he playing. He kept on doing his thing. Um, you know, they got somebody like Ritter. I, I, now I see why, you know, they got Trubisky. I don't think I'll be curious to see how Trubisky plays. I really will be. The Steelers got a couple of replacement uh, free agent offensive linemen. They're going to yeah, put it's not a, a big line. need. No, they're going to put, they're going to put, I, I really think they're going to try to move green to guard. I think, that I, do that, too. I think that that's where he actually needs to be. Um, and he'll play better there. And um, they do. They did get a center. They got. Yeah. Yeah. So I'll, I'm going to be really, I, I don't think that they're going to need to. Now, if one of the premier offensive linemen fell all the way to 20 and the quarterbacks were gone, well, then sure. You you take a Tyler Linderbaum or somebody, you know, a, a, a real hog up front. A guy that's going to be there for 10 years. Right, exactly. And you're never going to get it. He's going to be like a Marquise Pouncey, and you're not going to yep. get him out of there. Um, but it's not a pressing need. They've got needs. Um, I think but, the best plan for them would be a big defensive tackle in the first round because yeah. they're getting up in age, and you don't know what the kid that um, brother died and he missed the whole year. Yeah. Oh, uh, to it, to it. You still don't know if to it's coming back. Well, here's, here's the thing to me, this would be the dream scenario for the Steelers. Wyatt is there in the first round and you take him or Jordan Davis. Okay. But I think there's a better chance that Wyatt's there. Yeah. Um, second and or third round. If a Carson strong is there, See, I'm thinking, I, I'm fell. on you. I, I agree with totally, but I think you could get Desmond Ritter in the second round. You, it, no, look, if Desmond Ritter and Carson Strong are sitting there in the second round, you take Ritter. I, yeah, absolutely. But, but I think if Ritter's gone, you'd go ahead and you pull the trigger on Carson Strong. That's That's my opinion. Now, somebody brought up a good, who the hell are they talking to earlier? Uh, they were talking to somebody... Um, I was listening on the radio. They were talking to a, a commentator out of a, a guy who played tight end at Georgia. I believe he, he, he was a, a pro for the Dolphins. He said he made a really interesting point about wide receiver. And they're like, well, you know, why wouldn't you take, you know, a top line wide receiver? He says, why would the Steelers do that when they have picked up, few, you know, borderline future Hall of Fame wide receivers in the third, fourth, fifth and sixth round? Look, they're the best drafting wide receiver team in football. Right, right. Everyone they pick is good. Everybody. So, uh, you know, they could they could even use a, another corner. You know, although I loved, loved, loved them getting Levi Wallace, not just for his last name, Levi Wallace uh, out of Buffalo. I thought that was a great – because his story, if you look at – like, you look at his tape, he's solid. But what I loved about him – is for two or three years, the Bills kept on drafting and signing people to try to replace him, and they could never beat him out. They could yep. never beat him out. So The other thing people aren't talking about is that linebacker out of Georgia, Dean, he's yeah. on all mock drafts, he's still on the board. Well, 
And the other thing, too, is does not look like they're going to pick up Devin Bush's fifth-year op, fifth option. Nor should they. Nor should they. So they're going to need – they're either going to draft him this year or they're going to need one next year to, yeah, to pick up a linebacker. Looks like he might be available. I don't know if he isn't. But right. And what about this? What if the safety from Notre Dame is still I, I I grab him because you only signed Terrell Edmonds for one year, and you're going to extend Minka Fitzpatrick. You're going to extend him because you're not going to keep Terrell. I mean, look, uh, uh, Honey Badger is still unsigned. Okay. <laughs> you know, Tyron Matthews. So either they have seen in the film that his game has really dropped off, which, by the way, everybody, it has. Well, um, he's old. Or he's just he's asking for an ungodly amount of money and people don't think yep, he's worth and- it. That asking price will come down when he's waiting for, I think he's waiting for someone to get hurt. Very possible. And I think he's waiting to go back to Kansas city. Honestly, there there's only one redeeming quality about Terrell Edmonds for the Steelers. He doesn't get hurt. (laughs) Yeah. Mr. Mr. Uh, Durable. He is. He plays every game. And, and I got to admit, I thought last year, was his best year. He he made some plays last year, uh, but I just don't think, you know, I, I they signed him to a one-year contract because he went out there on the open market. Nobody wanted to give him any more money. You know, he, so why not come back? You know the system. You've played with Minka. And the Steelers then, you know, if there's a, if, if there's a rock star there in the first round, you grab, you grab that kid out of Notre Dame. You know, hard to argue with that. No, no. So, and then uh, just to finish it up, we talk about because everyone knows I'm a Cowboy fan. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I think they're going to try to trade up for a, one of the big offensive linemen. Um, they've needed help. They got they they lost their right tackle in free agency, and Connor Williams, their left guard. You can't get you can get a guard like I said. A couple of those guards that are that can't cover it they can't pass protect that were good in the running game is perfect for them they'll right. be there in round two or three right so i think they're looking for a tackle uh, one of the premier tackles and uh, um i especially like the kid uh oh what was his name from the small school uh i'll think of it here in a minute if i can find it before you say it offense um He's a tackle that can play that that can also shift inside, and I'm gonna not be able to find it here since I'm on the clock. But um, I think they're going to drive to come up. They said they would trade up. I would not. I would just let the draft kind of pan out. And if you ask me, the way this is going, if you don't get one of the top, I don't. I don't think there's more than 14 first round talent in this draft. Maybe 16. Yeah. So trade back. Well, that's something that they talked about with the Steelers doing. You know, are you talking yeah, why about? Not? Are you talking about Trevor Penning out of out of yes. uh, Northern yes. Iowa? That was yeah. a name I couldn't find. Yeah, Trevor Penning. Yeah, that's who I think they want. Yeah, I, I would love Trevor Penning. You talk about somebody with a mean streak. Like if, that's if him. they got if they got him, if Cowboys got him, that'd be a hell of a pickup. Well, and I think it's part of the problem is because of the running game was so bad the last couple of years. They didn't have that guy that fired, just wanted to knock you down. 
Right. right. Connor Williams never, never was strong enough or never did what he was supposed to do. Right. Right. Yeah. It's, I mean, this is going to be fun. It's always fun. I, I, and, and we're 15 minutes away from texting each other all night. (laughs) Well, the other thing, the other interesting thing is, is that last year for the Steelers, just going back to the Steelers for a minute, nine out of 10 said they were going to take Najee Harris. Okay. And like, right. you know, so it, it was kind of a, we knew Ben was coming back. It was kind of a, you know, and they, and they had a decent draft. Although I, I'm still, I think you could have gotten some really, really quality running backs later in that draft and, and gone after your offensive lineman early. Um, but it's neither here nor there. It's done. And you know what, even though they sucked and Ben was on one leg, they still made the playoff somehow, but well, and he was pretty good with that offensive line. Yeah, yeah, because that offensive line was not very good. No, they it was not. not and he good. proved that he was he was an every down back. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And he, you know, he still uh, ran for over a thousand yards, and you know, and, and he had, I think he was number one in the league, or it, when if for running backs in yards after contact. Well, so, and he caught the ball too, and he could catch the ball exactly. And he waited, he waited to fumble until the playoff game. So, you know. <laughs> yeah, that was nice of any, uh, any, uh, any parting thoughts before we uh, sit down on our couches with our, I've got some uh, Chipotle and, and chips and, and a couple of beers here. So what, any, any last thoughts before going into, going into tonight? Nope, I'm going to dip into the rum and fresca as we, as we watch uh, some of this draft unfold. It's going to be be a late night it always is because they all take the maximum allotted time <laughs> even though they've had how many months to get the guys even the first pick will not be turned in until their time is up and you'll hear i, I expect Dan- a lot of trades you know what and and to be honest with you as a parting shot if, if the steelers traded back that would not shock me if they if their people that they really really wanted were gone and somebody wanted to move up to 20 from like 26 or 27 and wanted to give you a, a shit ton of picks for that, by all means, here you go. Yeah, and, and, and like you said, I think Pittsburgh did a really nice job in free agency, if not for stars, but for plugging holes, which means they don't need really anything that they, they have to do. No, they don't have to reach. There's no, no reason to reach. You, a, that's what they did a great, that's what free agency's for, I think. Right, I agree. I agree. And they don't usually do it, but they did this year. And I do. Why they don't take a defensive tackle is beyond me. Well, it's good. That would be my first round pick. And then I would look for maybe someone you said, Strong or Desmond Ritter in round two or three. If these, I don't think Ritter is going to last long. And I'm going to predict an upset. I think there are going to be three quarterbacks go in the first round, maybe uh, four. I think you're pushing it with four, three. They're going to be three quarterbacks in the first round. Well, it's going to be fun. Can't wait. This will be posted on uh, Apple podcasts, Spotify, everywhere else you hear podcasts. You'll be able to hear us. Twitter, Facebook, Twitter, Facebook, take a look, give us some feedback, give us some ideas. We will be back next week to talk about, who picked who? And who, and how wrong we were. How wrong were we, but also how wrong were they? 
Right. They, 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 who, exactly who got right. it right and who got it wrong? And, you know, I might dig a little bit, see if we can find a guest. Maybe we can get like a Chris Carter or somebody to come on with us and, you know, give their thoughts. But if not, it'll be us. We'll give you our thoughts. And, um, you know, we're happy to be back. Glad to be here. Our favorite time. Enjoy of the, the year. draft, everybody. Yep. Enjoy it. And we'll talk to you next week. Thanks. See ya.